Before we begin the MWA podcast, I want to remind our listeners about the Texas Woodworking Festival being held in Austin, Texas, April 6th of 2019. Tickets are now available, so I encourage you to head over to TexasWoodworkingFestival.com to pick up your ticket. Now, these ticket prices are very reasonable, uh, $15 for general admission. You can pay up to $40. Um, that little bit extra will help uh, support the Austin School of Furniture and Design. A uh, ticket will guarantee you uh, all access to the festival, an open bar, and one raffle ticket. So there will be some door prizes there, and that will guarantee you to have at least one shot at those door prizes. And as we've discussed on previous podcasts, the Texas Woodworking Festival is an event that can best be described as a mix of a beer festival and a woodworking-themed farmer's market. So there's going to be local woodworking organizations there, content creators, furniture makers, and tool manufacturers. So this is going to be a very exciting event. Again, it's going to be on April 6th of 2019 in Austin, Texas. And to find out more information about the festival and to get your ticket, please visit TexasWoodworkingFestival.com. Recording. You we got are, your recorder up? I'm good. Plugged in? Yes, we're plugged go. in. And the power on the power strip is turned on, which I find is the key part. Welcome to the Modern Woodworkers Association, a podcast about woodworking from folk who woodwork. Woodworking is what we do, who we are, and what we like to talk about. So join us as we have a drink, sit around, and talk woodworking. Hi, and welcome to the 233rd episode of the Modern Woodworkers Association podcast. I'm Kyle Barton of Waterfront Windsors, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Diami Plotke of the Penultimate Woodshop and Sean Wisniewski of the Corner Workshop. Tonight, we're asking Stephanie Rivera the five questions. So, welcome to the show again, Stephanie. Hello, hello. Okay, so, um, first question. So, how did you get into woodworking? Um, I think initially back in back in middle school with woodshop and getting to make stuff and kind of getting a feel for that uh, followed me into adulthood, even though I didn't make anything for a really long time. Uh, got into woodworking most recently with Nick Offerman's Good Clean Fun book, and I think that was the catalyst to get me to really make stuff and dive into that fully most recently. All right. Well, fantastic. Well, I think Diami has a, a good Nick Offerman story about when uh, he was a speaker. I wasn't there. At, what, the first Fine Woodworking Live? It was live? the first Fine Woodworking Live, and he was the um, he was the guest lecturer, the keynote addresser, I yeah, guess keynote. is the way to put it. Um, and I thoroughly enjoy Nick Offerman. But the first Fine Woodworking Live, the attendance was more in line with the subscriber base of Fine Woodworking than, say, the attendance base at any of the other conferences. So me, um, Nick, I think Chris was there. I know Rob Bowis was there. There were you know, there were five or six of us at this table in the back of the room, and we're just you know kind of snidely making comments to each other. And while Nick Offerman is doing this, he sang a couple songs, he told a bunch of jokes, and about probably somewhere between half a dozen and a dozen old men got up and walked out in the middle of him talking because they thought it was inappropriate. 
Um, <laughs> but he was an absolute hoot. Great, great. So, um, Yami, would you like to? Uh, I would answer? love to let that lead into the second question. Yes, um, thank so, you. <laughs> Stephanie, <laughs> what is your favorite tool? I'm going to go with, and I've thought about this extensively. <laughs> I think my half inch chisel, because it's the one that I use the most, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, is always sharp when I need it. Um, but pretty much any time I'm trying to cut out some half laps or trying to do anything, I just reach for that chisel and I and it gets me where I need to go. It's the old reliable, so I'm gonna say my half inch chisel. Excellent. What type of chisel is it? I don't know. <laughs> I got it at uh, Harbor Freight. Okay. All right. Yep. I've heard good things about those actually. Really? It doesn't sound like it. Yeah. Um, Who's it? J- James Wright? Well, no, James Wright was talking about chisels from Aldi. Oh, that's right. Those are Aldi ones. I Well, maybe they're on the same <laughs> – cut from the same cloth. Um, so maybe, you know, it's out there. But it, like you mentioned before, uh, you're learning how to sharpen them. Maybe not perfectly, but well enough to use well, and that's all that matters. As long as you got a tool that you know how to sharpen – Absolutely. Tool. The yep. difference in quality of chisel is how long does it take to get it flat and sharp in the first place and how frequently do you have to sharpen it? But when they're tuned, right. they all work the same. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. So who has influenced you the most in your woodworking? Ooh. Um, I think, well, it's kind of tough. Okay. So I'm going to say because he was the first woodworker I really started to follow. Um, And so Jimmy DiResta kind of is at the inception, which I'm sure is the same for a lot of people, um, because he just, like, makes stuff. And Mm. at first, watching his videos, I didn't really understand what was going on. But the more I watched them, the more I understood what he was doing and why. And for the most part, he doesn't talk over his videos. So, like, being a newbie, it was kind of like, okay, what are we doing? Um, but after a while, I just, I I feel like, I just like the way that his brain works when he comes up with how he's going to do something. Like, I don't, I don't feel like, I don't know. I feel like there's a million ways to do anything, and it's kind of nice to follow someone who will show you each million way to get from point A to point B. Um, And so I've I've just been really, really kind of influenced by his style and what he does, which led me into Bob Claggett of I Like to Make Stuff because they Mm -hmm. have a podcast together that I used to listen to. Um, And it's, it's like a... Like watching his videos, like, oh, I'm going to make this thing that I need for me. It's not, I don't I feel like it's relatable content, if that makes sense. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So guys like that and the uh, woodworking for mere mortals guy, I really like him. Steve. Um, Steve's a great yes. guy. Yeah, Steve's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, when I first started, I first started listening to your podcast when you had the 
woman who runs the Women of Woodworking page. I can't think of her name right now. But I was like, oh, I checked these guys out. And I was looking for people I knew. And I was like, oh, Steve Ramsey. I know that guy. Um, <laughs> Kitty Kozar. Yes. Thank you. Yes. yes. Um, so I would say, yeah, like Bob Claggett and Jimmy the Nick Offerman, kind of all the heavy hitters. Um because they're so prolific on the internets where I am all the time. And, um, I mean, I think my wife influences me because she just brings me a drawing of something and <laughs> she's like, I need to make this. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to learn a new skill set. Let's do it. That's awesome. <laughs> Projects are the best reason to buy new tools and learn new techniques. Absolutely. That's what, I say. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, well, let me be self-promotional for a moment is you've mm-hmm. clearly listened to uh, episode 32 with Steve Ramsey, but if you haven't gotten to it yet, and thank you for listening, um, episode 107.5 is uh, features <laughs> Jimmy DeResta going through the five questions. I wasn't able yeah. to get him for a full episode, but we do have five questions with Jimmy. Oh. I feel like I've listened to that, but I'm not sure. It was, it was recorded in the front seat of his pickup truck. Because we're that dedicated. <laughs> I would, all right. I would remember that. Okay. I need to go back and listen to that. Yeah. As Diami was spinning the hits on 107.5. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> there was a while when we were, we were making the five questions episodes half episodes. So that's why it's the point five. When you do this this long, you come up with multiple different schemes for numbering the episodes. You got Ulti- to do it. You got to keep it fresh. Yeah. Ultimately, we just realized every episode is just the next number. It's just that simple. <laughs> um. So with uh, with that said, so what's been your biggest stumbling block? Um, uh, my, <clears throat> my biggest stumbling block was definitely poor planning or so not planning very well or a project for how it's actually going to come together, coupled with, like, perfectionism. So, like, you have this idea, I have this idea in my mind, how it's supposed to look, how this is going to work, but not planning it out. And then at the same time, even if it gets where it needs to go, it's not perfectly flush, or it's not perfectly this, or perfectly that. So letting that hold me back and suck up a lot of time, because... If you make something, especially if you make something for a different person and you hand it to them, they're very excited. Mm. And it doesn't do anyone any favors to say, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is like, that's not, that's not how you give people things. <laughs> you don't hand them a thing. You know, this is all the things that are wrong with this thing. Um, <laughs> they're just excited to have it. So just, shh. Um, mm-hmm. So part of it is just like, See, see things that maybe I would like them to be different. And if it's not going to ruin the whole project, move on, learn from it, and then apply what you learned later. Don't try to, you know, go down the rabbit hole mm. of, of trying to make it this right now because it might not work. That's very good advice. Very good. Yes. Um, and since we're screwing up the order here, I'm sorry, Kyle. Um, I, I wasn't looking at the color. I just thought we were going in the, in the order. I didn't realize you were skip pulling yourself out. Um, but, uh, let me ask the the last question, unless you would care to Sean, um, Stephanie, how has the internet influenced your work? 
a counter question. How has the internet not influenced my work? <laughs> so, so every question I have, I ask Google or I ask YouTube. So it's a, the internet is a seems like an infinite resource, whether it's me asking Pinterest, Pinterest, what do I do with all these two-by-fours? Or what do I do with all these live edges? Or going to YouTube and saying, how do I learn this skill? What do I do? Who do I talk to? Um, the internet has been incredibly helpful. Um, and Instagram has been awesome. Like, I, you know, start following woodworkers, and then woodworkers start following me, and then you, I sort of in this, well, getting into the community now, but you see the things people post, and it's like, oh, I could do that, or that's a cool idea. So it's... It really, I, I found it to be extremely resourceful, uh, coupled with really talking to people on Instagram. And I don't know, I just like that person to person interaction. I found that mm. to be very helpful, also. Yes, yes, I, I totally agree with that. Uh, I think Instagram's been a been a bonus for woodworking, the woodworking community especially. It's a, it, it, they just go hand in hand with the mm-hmm. uh, the more visual aspect plus the comments and and yeah I've met a lot of great people through uh, through Instagram yeah it's really cool because yeah. it, it's also like like if you go to a certain part of the country you're like well I know that these people live in this neck of the woods I'll just send mm-hmm. them a message like maybe we can hang out or get a beer you know um, just to kind of continue that interaction. It's kind of cool to go somewhere and go, oh, I know someone who lives here. We should hang out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. There are so, so many if you people ever find yourself to in the in Texas uh, Houston area, you know, you know who to look up then. <laughs> Definitely. If you guys ever come up to Oregon, uh, we have all the beer you could ever want to drink. So that should be incentive enough. Mm-hmm. That is, already. Uh, yeah, I plan to get up there one of these days. I've, that's one of the one areas of the country I haven't been to is the Pacific Northwest. So mm-hmm. ever. So anyway, with that, um, let's see. Where can people find us on uh, the interwebs? So Stephanie, where can people find you? I'm on Instagram. Uh, my handle is Smitty Stingray. That's S M I T T Y S. T I N G R A Y on Instagram. All right. Diami, where can folks find you? I can be found at modernwoodworkersassociation.com, at Diami Plotke on Twitter, or at Penultimate Woodshop on Instagram, or I'll even go with uh, Penultimate Beer on Untapped. Wow. Oh, there you go. Uh, what about I, you, Sean? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Sean W78 on most everything, including Untapped. So there. Are there, and of course, I'm Barton Kyle on Instagram. Do you not use Untapped? No, I do not. Oh, okay. I should do that, but yeah, uh, yeah I, ne- I never have signed up for that. But uh, yeah, maybe I'll give that a shot. Why not? Why not? Indeed. I would want to dilute the importance of Instagram, but it really is pretty cool. <laughs> ooh, ooh, boy, that was painful for Diami to admit. Yep. <laughs> that was pain. I could feel the pain. I don't know how often you listen back, Kyle, but I do delete that little crap you say about the most important social media that matters. 
It's true. Uh, I've heard it. It's the it's the advantage of being uh, the editor. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, well, you know, I'm just going to have to sneak it in there. <laughs> we'll have to shoot video when I'm in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> and with that banter, that wraps up another one of our shows. If you haven't already, please uh, catch out uh, catch our podcast on whatever podcatcher you want, whatever Absolutely. you listen to, however you find it. Subscribe to us. Find a way. And, that uh, way, you can just always find our new episodes. Thank you for listening. Um, you can check out modernwoodworkersassociation.com, follow the MWA underscore national on Twitter, or MWA underscore podcast on Instagram. So um, with that, go out in your shop, figure out who inspires you to woodwork, and make something. <laughs>